podcast. Hello. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Oh, just me and you again this week. Nick's just had a few things he's had to deal with. But he will be back next week, I think. So back think? for for back for normal 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 times, because this isn't a normal episode, is it? This isn't a normal episode, no, this no news this week. There's well there has been news, but we're pushing everything yeah. to next week to honour our boy. There's he deserves his own moment, doesn't he? He does. He does. This is we're discussing two things the whole episode. Yeah. It's uh, obviously Falcon and Winter Soldier. We're gonna uh, get that out of the way. I don't. Mean, yeah. There's some. I enjoyed that a lot, but but the main boy. Yeah. The yeah. main boy. Like I've got some serious. Uh, I've got some serious uh, humble pie to be eating. <laughs> Snyder. He. Uh, I think about him every day. <laughs> it's not even a joke. I've thought about that man every day since I've seen the Snyder Cut. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, uh, which is like, which came out, I know, like, this is like a late spoiler review. Like, it came out like, by the time this comes out, eight days ago. But, like, you've had, everybody's had a week to fully digest their feelings on the movie. So. Sure. And I, I, a lot of people wouldn't have watched that the day it came out because. It was four it's, hours. <laughs> it's a big thing to. Uh, yeah. So. Um, yeah, Falcon and Winter Soldier first, then. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. That is this? that's Disney's Disney Plus's most watched premiere. Yeah. So it beat Mando. Well, more than, uh, more than Mando, isn't it? Yeah, and like we know, one division was trailing behind Mando, right? Um, until the end, I think. Um, but yeah, looks like people are very hyped about this show, which is surprising. It, this was the one I was most anticipating. Out of, like, really? out of WandaVision, Loki, and this one, the first three, yeah, it was this one. Oh, this um, felt like sort of an afterthought for me. I was like, oh yeah, that's coming too. Yeah, but again, it, was, it came out the same week as Snyder Cut, didn't it? So I was like... No, I, ju- I just, I meant, I meant before, ah. even, like, I meant when we heard these three were coming this year, this was sort of my least yeah. anticipated. Hawkeye's uh, my next most anticipated, I'd say. Really? Yeah, man, we're I like very, Hawkeye. I like very different people. <laughs> I like the Hawkeye comics. I really love Kate Bishop as a character. So, and Haley Haley Steinfeld is great. So, I'm excited. She is. She is to be fair. Yeah. Um. Anyway, this one. Uh. Right off the bat, I enjoyed it. Yeah, it was good. <laughs> it was very good. Um. It wasn't as bombastic and super action orientated as I thought it would be like I thought most of the episode would be that you know I know we got the the scenes which were great scenes with uh, Sam over the canyons and everything um, yeah when I was go... watching that I was like oh this is what I thought and then it took a sharp yeah, yeah. turn towards character focus mm. which I'm here for yeah. oh absolutely yeah if they can make me care about Falcon as they made me care about one and Vision that's all I'm here for, like. Mate, if they can I... make me care about Bucky. In Did any... you care about Bucky in this? No, episode? you didn't. Oh, care uh, about no, Bucky. this one, this one. It felt like a completely different character. Yeah, I thought it was great. Yeah. Well, so where should we start then? Do we want to go straight into the character stuff? Uh, that's the interesting stuff, isn't it? I I think so. Like, we'll just do Bucky then, since he was the one you liked the least out of the two, out of the pair previously. I just didn't. I never cared about Bucky. 
Hmm. I never cared. I, I never understood Steve Rogers' like insistence that, you know, he throw away the whole team for Bucky. Like, I knew. I appreciated. I yeah, I get it, but you know. So if I went, if I went rogue, right? If I went like mental and started doing mad crap, would you still have some belief in me that oh no, he's probably a good guy inside? Still. I would, but I wouldn't tear a, tear <laughs> apart like all of my other superhero friends, and yeah, for the sake of him, you know. So I'm just gonna let me die on the helicarrier or something here. I wouldn't let you die, but I wouldn't be like, <laughs> I wouldn't be like, yeah, screw everyone else that I've like saved the world with, just yeah. for this one guy who's done some really terrible stuff. He was brainwashed, though. Yeah. But, you know. <laughs> right, yeah, it's... He had but... the charisma of a teaspoon. I <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I, I did not care for that character at all. Like, it, it was like, meh. Like, at the end, when it was... Like, that whole scene... Like, I'm not a big Captain America guy mm. either. So, no, no. that that whole scene in Endgame, where it was, like, the three of them, yeah. I was like, oh, this is happening. Like, it didn't have much wait for me. I was like, okay, cool. Oh, yeah, Cap's like, old. Oh, he's given the shield away. Cool. I really like that scene. I think that scene's great. Um, I'm not, like, again, like, before before the Winter Soldier, I didn't care about Cap. Like, I, I, I think the first Avenger is one of the worst Marvel movies. Um, Are you crazy? I, oh, no, I'm being honest. You're gonna get another hot take from me later on in this episode as well, by the way, but yeah. Um, wait, wait, wait. You don't like the first Avengers movie? Captain America the first Avenger oh the first sorry sorry I completely yeah. misunderstood I was like the Avengers assemble you don't like that film I was shocked <laughs> no it's the Captain America's first film the oh first yeah I, see I did quite like that one but I see why people wouldn't yeah I'm not a fan of it and even like people was like oh I guess better like in context of the rest of his films and his arc in, in the Infinity War Endgame again I've watched it since and still don't care about that film um, but yeah, like I didn't care about Capital Winter Soldier, and I really liked the character of the Winter Soldier from the comics, um, especially when he took the mantle of Cap and his run with Black Widow. Um, so I already, I suppose, I had a bit of a bias towards that character. Um, it's not bias; it's just good feeling, isn't it? Yeah. So I was, I was, I was already happy with Bucky, and I thought that. Uh, Sebastian Stan's performance of him in the Winter Soldier was great. Like he felt like a menacing presence, and I think where we are now with him and seeing the flashbacks to like him in that sort of state, like that was a great moment to see because it's been for eight, seven, eight years since that movie, and just seeing him, how menacing he was again, was a bit of a treat for me. But it just shows that like this. This arc with Bucky, like, he said it in the episode, right? He said, like, I've been fighting for 90 years. Like, that's all he's done for 90 years is fight, whether that's for the good side or the bad. And this is the first time he's had calm, and he's trying to, he's trying to resolve it, isn't he? He's trying to work out his issues and and everything. And I think it's, I think it's going to be a good character arc for uh, Bucky to go on, like, for him to find normality. I think that's where he'll be by the end of the series. Like, um, I think he'll get a girlfriend because um, the the poor man he does try, doesn't he, in this episode? Um, but yeah, like I think his I already like him anyway, so he's not gonna have a transformative arc for me. But like, 
Falcon I care nothing about. And already I care more about him from this one episode than I have for like the seven or eight years we've known him in the MCU. Sure. So. Yeah. Before before we go on to Falcon, um, in my opinion, the the scene that changed everything for me on Bucky mm-hmm. so far was was the uh, is it a psychiatrist or it's someone yeah, he's yeah, got yeah. to check in with? Like that was brilliant. Like he showed that he had a slight sense of humour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I don't think he's shown up to now. Um, he, he kept the one rule out of the three, didn't he? He was. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Which sure. is good. Like he is going through mistakes, like getting rid of people who were like working for Hydra and stuff. He is trying to make amends in the best way he can without being violent. Yeah. Which is good. I I really wondered how that touch screen worked for his gloves. Right. And also how that it works at all, because one of his hands is made of metal. So <laughs> that touch screen shouldn't have worked. Like on two on two fronts, that shouldn't have worked. Only you are annoyed at this, I assume. <laughs> <laughs> it just took me out of it. I was it's like, like oh, it's like Thor to train the station all over again. Uh, no, I've, look, it's not a complaint. I just was... It genuinely <laughs> took me out of it for a split second. I was like, oh, that wouldn't work. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just like Thor at the train station. <laughs> oh, Thor at the train station is much worse, isn't it? Again, I don't live in, in England. Oh, I, so, even I have more so, content. Even I know that like, it's not it's that so short dumb. Thor in the train. Thor on the tube was just, could have been such a great scene, and it was what at Charing Cross. I need to go to Greenwich. Two stops. What? <laughs> it right. looked like like why did the extra not go? This just doesn't make sense. Like what? If Marvel I had been that it. extra, I'd have been like, I can't say this. Yeah, but <laughs> then they would have just said, Oh yeah, leave. We'll get another extra in. Like. You wouldn't have been in a Marvel movie. No, but at least I'd have had my dignity. Fair enough. <laughs> I uh, I really like the scenes with Bucky when he like, well we see the flashback right, and he uh, kills a witness of him committing a crime, and years later he's befriended his father, like a very old man, and they'd go to a, a bar together and get food, and uh, I, I'm assuming Bucky's trying to be a friend and almost like a son that that man lost. Um. And it's really great to see him in that kind of state. Like, it's, I, that's something I really enjoyed, and it kind of, like, did touch me a little bit, you know? Mm. Um, and, like, the old man as well, like, he kind of has a like a, like a father-son relationship with him because he's trying to get the get the worker to, like, go on a date with him and to, like, you know. Yeah. He wants, he doesn't, but he doesn't want Bucky just to spend all his time with him, you know? Which is yeah. nice. Yeah. It's nice. Do you I think, think he'll ever tell him? Yeah. I, I, I can't see... It's probably the next couple episodes he'd tell him, right? And it's going to be really bad for Bucky. It's going to like really hurt him. Um, I also... This is a weird prediction, right? I think Bucky's going to end up in a relationship with that... Uh, what's her name? I can't think of her name. Is it Sharon oh, Carter? Peggy's yeah, like, niece? The one. Sharon, yeah. Yeah, I think I think he's gonna end up in a relationship with her by yeah, the end of this. It'd be super weird, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah, but that again, Steve. I mean, it also... was pretty weird. I thought it was pretty. <laughs> was that in Civil War? She showed up or Winter Soldier? Winter Soldier. Yeah, that was pretty weird then, to be honest. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm glad they uh, noped out of that one. I I do wonder <laughs> if Steve ever told Peggy like, oh yeah, in the in an altered timeline now. I uh, 
I got with your uh, with your niece. <laughs> yeah. Whilst you were like on I'd, it, rather, on your I'd rather she ends up with Sam, to be honest. If she's going to end up with anyone, which I want Bucky I'm not, to find I'm love, sure. man. You know, like he does. He needs it more than Sam. Like Sam, like he's got a family around him. Bucky's got nobody. That's, that's true. That's true. That's why I think he'll end up with somebody. And obviously, the setting up that he's trying to get a girlfriend, isn't he? Like he's been on the online dating sites and it's not working for him. Mm. Who was swiping left on that man? I do not know. Like, yeah, I don't know. He's uh. If I wasn't a straight man, I'd be swiping. I'd be swiping right. I'm telling you right now. Well, he, he looks he looks the best he's ever looked in Marvel. Like they let him keep his short hair, so yeah, he doesn't doesn't have the stupid long hair anymore. <laughs> I say stupid long hair. I've got that exact same hair right now. Is so. your hair that length now? It's really long. Yeah, I've uh, I've been growing mine out for about a month or two. Just <laughs> probably keep it short. I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my hair is rather long. I've not had a haircut since August. Mm. Yeah, which feels weird. There we go. I thought he was even longer than that. Um, but yeah, so are you done with the Bucky stuff, or do, is there more you want to delve into that character? With? No, no. Um, I uh, yes, yeah, kind of, uh, kind of what I, what I thought. I don't know. Yeah. There, there's nothing like groundbreaking here, but what it was was really good. Yeah, yeah. Which is kind of what we expected, right? We were saying it with One Division. That was the really unique, different show. And we kind of looked at this one as more of the safe bet. We kind of knew where it would go. Right? Yeah, like I won't lie. It was like after One Division, it was really nice just watching something and not thinking, "What the hell's going on?" I've got a couple of things, like theories. Oh, th <laughs> like, dude, like you know what I mean? Like, oh yeah, yeah. But yeah. they're more prediction than theories, aren't they? Yeah, it's not yeah. Like well, well, it's not even that. It's just even um, like musings. <laughs> yeah, even at, like so in the comics, like no Torres the. Uh, the guy who's helping Sam out, you know. Yes. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He, in the comics, he becomes Falcon, and like um... obviously, like we we all assume that he's that Sam is going to be Cap by the end of this series. Do you think we'll call him Captain America? I think they'd want us to. Yeah. Mm, and then, and then you've got like in the end credits as well. You see hints at like uh, the Power Brokers, and in the comics. The power broker, like they gave like super soldier serum to like bad guys, which I assume uh, is tied to the flag smashers in this, and maybe even uh, the U.S. agent, which we'll get to anyway. But th yeah. that's all I add, like from just watching it. <clears throat> cool. Let's 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 talk Sam. Yep. Um. Loved it. Loved everything they did with Sam in this episode. Oh, it was great. Um. The bank scene was like I found the bank scene very interesting, right? Because we got some like. Weird things that we, which we probably wanted to know. The Avengers do not get paid, right? Yeah, which is, there's no money for them. At all. Yeah, which is wild. You think Tony would have, I he would be paying them maybe just to like keep them afloat. Um, yeah, you would so, think that. Like, how so, did how was Cap living? How did they live when they were on the run for two years? Like all of them. Uh, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Like, I don't know how these... Well, Cap... Was Cap working for the government still? When he came back? Yeah, so... Or did he just, like, have some money in an account that, because of interest, just went absolutely through the roof? <laughs> yeah. Um, or, but maybe S.H.I.E.L.D. was paying them when he... Ah, oh, S.H.I.E.L.D. would have made sense, wouldn't it? Yeah, because obviously Nick Fury... 
acting for S.H.I.E.L.D. like put them together so maybe they would have paid them because I'm assuming S.H.I.E.L.D. agents and Nick Fury and everything are getting paid so the only thing with this is I'm like surely I'm sure if if Falcon went to Pepper like he, pro he could probably get some money I'm pretty sure if he went to Tony when Tony was around he could have got some money anybody could have like Tony seems like a generous dude so I, I, I don't know um, and I'm assuming Pepper keeps up that like yeah. thing. Like so, that was cool. Um, also, if you're a if you're blipper, you are financially screwed <laughs> because yeah, I mean it. It feels way too realistic, doesn't it? Yeah, it did. I and I won't lie. I thought of some people when this happened, and yeah, like it was on the nose. Yeah, it was like <laughs> like yeah, oh yeah, because you were like, gone for five years. Uh, you have like. You don't have credit history for five years. Like, that's yeah. ridiculous. And it's like, yeah, but billions of other people do. And it it felt, like, proper realistic, you know? It's like... Mm. Like, th this is what would happen. Oh, yeah, absolutely. We would get screwed. Like, the, the financial system would totally screw over. You were gone for five years. Yeah, but I couldn't help that. Like, it was... <laughs> Yeah, it was it was a by choice. I didn't quit my job and go rogue. Like, yeah. it was... I didn't exist, mate. Please, you know, help me. We um, um discussed uh, a few weeks back now. Mm -hmm. Um, sorry, my screen's just gone this back. Uh, we discussed a few weeks ago now. Um, <clears throat> uh, whether we thought they would explore the blip a bit more. Yeah, I think we said they would, right? We said they would. I was not expecting it in this way because it looks like it might be like a main like there's that terrorist or like the underground flag smashers yeah. yeah they're like um, they want to go back to the time where the world was flipped yeah like so it looks like they might sort of be like a central threat in this and uh, yeah I feel like they're they're in a lot of the marketing so I assume yeah and again when I mentioned the power broker thing um, I'm assuming one of those flag smashers is juiced up on super soldier serum you know? Yeah, I really, I am very, I'm down for it. I'm excited for it. Like, I like, I love this sort of world building where it like shows what the sort of political landscape is, what the yeah. sociological landscape is of of the worlds we watch. I think yeah, that's yeah. that's sort of why like Game of Thrones was so good for those first four seasons five seasons it wasn't necessarily the, the characters that they were focusing on it was like we saw what the world was doing you know yeah. so I'm really yeah I'm glad they're exploring it because yeah, it was yeah. a, it was such a big deal so yeah. it would make sense that we get some amount of fallout and I think because because basically like, I, like all of this got delayed a year didn't it I mean a lot of this was meant to come out last year this was supposed to come in August last year yeah yeah um, which meant it would have been much, much closer to Endgame. But because we've already had a year, like, I don't know. I think part of me kind of thought they were just going to, like, put a, put a bookend on Endgame and move on. But no, we're still we're still very much in the fallout of of what happened with yeah, what yeah. Thanos did. And I'm really, I'm, I'm very happy about that. Yeah. Um, I think we, we, obviously we're two white guys, um, Sure. We've made that abundantly clear, but we'd be remiss if we just skipped the race issues in this episode. Um, yeah. Well, I've seen, I saw a lot of people on on socials, and I, you know, I felt for them. Um, they said this is too real to for being a just a person of color. Um, 
going sure. into it. Yeah. And, and again, I think the directors and the creators of the series saying they are going to hit on race. And I even think they were hitting on race with the end reveal of the new cap. Um, Sam, yeah, Sam they, they didn't ask him, did they? Nope. Sam Han did the shield over. Believing it's going in that like Steve Rogers Museum sort of thing. And they told him he was doing the right thing. And by the end of the episode, they have a new white Captain America. Like, obviously Sam didn't want anybody to be Captain America. Like, he wanted that to be gone. Um, he thought it should be new heroes. Um, yeah. So, yeah, like... And it's implied the time frame is very... Yeah, I think it's... I think it's... Uh, six months after Endgame, this? Yeah, I just I just mean in terms of the episode, like when he gave it back and when the new Captain America showed up. Like, oh, it wasn't long. It was like... Yeah, and you can sort of see, like, the pain on his sister's face. Yeah. Um, Even Rhodey earlier on was telling him to, like, to keep it, you know? Yeah. I was nice, you know, it was nice to see Rhodey. I liked seeing him there. Um, yeah. Not looking forward to his own TV show, but, yeah. I'm just not bothered about it, but you know. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think even even in the bank, they are alluding to race issues. Hundred percent. You know? yeah, yeah. Um. Again, we're two white guys. I don't. Uh, yeah. Um. <laughs> it's difficult because. I I think we're gonna miss a lot of the nuance just because. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Obviously, like, obviously, because we don't live it every day. Yeah, and like um, if people want to educate us on it, like, please feel free yeah, to like, message me and tell, and tell us. Exactly, exactly. Um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to. I a perfect example is I hadn't thought about that fact that you know it, he gave it back and then immediately they got like a white Captain America and they never thought to ask him because that obviously shows that, that it had been in the plans for a while. Yeah, yeah. You don't just and make like, a suit up like that that quick. So you're right, and, and again, a I, much darker spin on the end. Yeah, and I I do feel like that is a realistic thing that would happen. Sure. Like. <laughs> like if if superheroes did exist in our world, like I feel like that could be a thing that legitimately happens, you know. Um, it felt it's felt like a very the boys moment. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it did. Yeah, when that's he a, that's when he point. like when he like when the new Captain America like ran out. Um, yeah, yeah. What's and, his what's his actual name? Are they just calling him the new Captain America? He's got a name we, in, the, in the comics, isn't he? Um, so that's John Walker. Um, in the comic books, he does become Captain America, um, oh, okay. and then later he goes by U.S. Agent. So yeah. he's okay. primarily known for being U.S. Agent. Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't. Everybody's been memeing on this guy, saying he looks like the man from Up, but in a Captain America helmet. <laughs> <laughs> That's too harsh. I can't. <laughs> I can't go. I can't do. No. I can't do attacks on appearance. It's too that's, far. That's just what the memes have been this week. And sure. I think that's the point. I think he's supposed to look out of place as Captain America. Like, I think that is deliberate. You know? Yeah, sure. Like, he isn't, like, a Steve Rogers, like, clone or anything. Like, he's supposed to look a bit out of place. You know? So, I think that I will even add to Sam when Sam takes it over. Like, it'll look right. Um, so, yeah. But like, like again, the Sam stuff I think was the most powerful stuff in this episode. It was just and nice to him to get some characterization because he's not had yeah. any. Let's be honest. Yeah, and uh, um, just getting flags. stuff that like, oh, something obviously happened, like with the mum and dad, and like he went away and yeah, they, that, they said so. the, he legged it, and he, as soon as he joined the military, like, yeah, she looked after the business whilst he was off trying to save the world. 
even before he was the Falcon. Um, and yeah, and I think the Flag Smashers, like, you can kind of sympathize with their logic, almost. Like, um, usually the best bad guys are the ones you can kind of understand. Like, they don't think they're being the bad guys. Um, That's uh, Marvel seems to have cracked it, because they know they don't... They know they don't have quite the rich pantheon of uh, bad guys that DC have, especially mm-hmm. not Batman. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, the only ones they probably have got are like Spider-Man's, really. Um, and that's pretty much tied up with Sony anyway. Exact, so. Exactly. So, not that they don't have good villains, but they're sort of... And Marvel's track record in the MCU with villains was quite bad until like a certain point. Yeah. Um, like, everybody always says like the weak point of Marvel movies were their villains. They were very underdeveloped. Yeah, um, even in Ragnarok, I thought the villain. I thought she was. A bit yeah, yeah, I did not care about Hela at all. Yeah, like she was like, okay, whatever. Um, but they seem to have got to a point now where it's like, yeah, maybe if we give the villain some characterization, people might like it. So, like we yeah. saw, we saw it in, uh, we saw it in One Division. We saw yeah. seeing it here. Yeah, and like obviously their logic is the world. Well, think about it, right? Like think of this, the struggles of the world right now that we're living in. If we lost half of the population, like, it's devastating. But financially, that stuff, like, countries would be recovering, and I guess that'd be really weird to live there for five years. Um, and, like, they, I think one of them said, like, it was, it was kind of like borders didn't exist during that time. Um, so sure, it, but there's also going to be, like, there are, what, eight billion people on the planet. Um, mm-hmm. There's going to be... Uh, in, if if he's randomly getting rid of half the people, Thanos is, there's going to be families that are, there's going to be people that don't lose anyone. So yeah, they're yeah. going to have like a different perspective on things. Um, like I said, it was like a, that kind of blip on everything happening would be devastating. But like, you could sort of understand. Oh, of course you can. That's right. The, there's a load of there's a whole subreddit of people that think Thanos did nothing wrong. So <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot about well, that. Thanos was right. I can't remember. Yeah, what yeah. It is. but um, yeah. No, like there is. That's the thing with Thanos is he genuinely like it hurt him. Like he sacrificed everything, as we know, um, to to do it. And with Thanos, it wasn't just a power thing because he destroyed the stones. So yeah. yeah, yeah. Like there is like some amount of there's a school of thought that immediately getting rid of half the people indiscriminately would be a good way to go. I mean, it's insane, but it's, it's insane. but yeah, there's obviously obviously benefits to it. Yeah, so that's why, I, like, this thing. This series is setting up so many like really interesting aspects. Like, explore more of like the blip and the ramifications of it all, and exploring race in in America and probably the world. Um, and uh, look, I'm just like I said, I'm excited to see Falcon grow as a character, as w- as well as Bucky. Um, I really, by the end of this, as long as they make me care about Sam, and like I really believe in him as the new Captain America, which is what he's going to be by the end of this series, then awesome. That's amazing. I'm really interested in seeing the US agent as well, because that man is going to lose his mind. Like, he's going to go bonkers, I reckon. Like, he's going to get pretty violent. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited for the rest of this for the rest of this season. I think they've already said this is only a one-season thing. They're not doing any more than this for the show. So, hopefully they deliver. Yeah, episode writing. Eight. Um, yeah, I'd probably have to go there. Yeah, because there's nothing wrong with this episode, is there? There's nothing no, like. I don't think so. 
it's just, it's just good. Like, you know, this, you know, it's not like one that when we were like blown away with the first couple of episodes because it was, it was so different and so unique and it was seeing, mm. it was seeing these characters play characters. Like it was, this is just MCU. This feels more traditional MCU, which is fine, it which does. is, which is good. Like we got Loki in a couple of months and that'll be bonkers, I assume. So, yeah. What's right. your feeling on uh, before we get to the meet? Um, what's your like a few weeks later? What's your feeling on One Division? Are you giving it much thought? No, I haven't given no, it much thought. Um, and I, again, I think it's because of the ending, and it's not the Ralph Boner stuff, and it's not like no, no, it's not the Ralph Boner. Like no. I, I ha- feel like I have to say that every time because I, I was annoyed by that, but it's not just because of that. I just. It was just like it's like I said. There was a lot of loose ends in that show that didn't get tied up. Mm. Like I, I, I always think about for the children. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. what was that about? Again, like it felt like that was hinting at Mephisto because in the comics, like Mephisto, it's all for the children. Like he, he wants Wanda's kids. So yeah, it's just Again, it's for, really the chi- for the children and put in the Nexus thing and and as a. Yeah, it, it did leave a bad taste in my mouth. Like, I, I'm not in a rush to rewatch that show. I don't know nope. if I ever will. Like, one, I, yeah. I was going to say, Wanda for me is, I said at the time, multiple times, like, for a series that was so unique, the ending felt so generic and bland and just, just typical Marvel, which that show hadn't been. That series hadn't been typical Marvel. Um, so that was, that's why I found it, the, the finale disappointing. It was fine, but like, I think that's why it hasn't sat with me since. Like, I'm really also since. like thinking about it, after that. I hadn't really crossed my mind, but thinking about it, of this thing with villains, like I, like I still, I'm still not a hundred percent on what. Um, well, Agatha just wanted to be the strongest yeah. witch, didn't she? Yeah, like what? Yeah, I don't know, man. Like that's it, what she wanted. She wanted to be the most powerful witch. Yeah, but to and, what end? I don't know. But she just, that's why she wanted to kill. Yeah. Uh, Wanda, right? It was just so she could absorb her powers and just just grow in power. Like I don't know why she wanted that, but like she did. Mm. Um, like, it didn't seem like she wanted to take over the world or anything, did it? Like she just wanted to be the most powerful witch. Like and fair enough. But yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, and like again, I'm, I'm, I enjoyed One Division. I'm not saying I didn't. I'm just. It's, yeah. it's in, I think it's interesting. Like a few weeks after it, when you're out of the out of sort of the hype of it all, um, I just found myself. I haven't really thought about it. And, and I. <laughs> I don't think we'll be in a similar position with this, though. I think with this one, like, because it is more traditional Marvel, we have expectations set. Because after the first episode of One Division, everybody already had like wild theories and were like mm. pointing out little Easter eggs and all the episodes. Everybody's yeah. way more chill with this because this is just you know what you're getting. It's Falcon, it's Winter Soldier, it's the legacy of Cap. It's traditional Marvel. It's more action focused. Like, it's just more Marvel, which is a good thing. Like, you know, I like when Marvel takes risks, and One Division was that, and I think Loki will take risks. But this is a safe play, and that's a good thing. Like, I think I kind of said it was Solo. Cause Solo was a nice little palate cleanser after the Last Jedi, because everybody was so wild with Last Jedi. Solo, like, just just breezed by, and like it was like, yeah, that was a fun little movie, like. That's kind of how I view this, I suppose. Yeah, bro. Right. right. Yep. It's uh, it's time for uh, 
the one and only. Oh boy. Zack Snyder. How did this happen? We're smarter than this. I'm shocked. Right <laughs> off the bat. He did it. He did it. He did it. Alright, I've got um <laughs> I've got some things I need to say. Alright. Listen carefully, because you don't hear me say this sort of thing much. I was so wrong. <laughs> right? I was so wrong. And I feel like a bit of a tit for the way <laughs> I've spoken about all this in the past. Um, I've been very, like, I can't... I've. Basically, Zack Snyder, I've, I found him extremely irritating over mm. the last year or so. Basically, since we knew... It was happening. It was happening. I found him extremely irritating. Um, that doesn't change, but... How he's... Yeah, I feel bad for it, basically. And I just want to say sorry, Zack. He's not listening. But I'm sorry, you know, because... I think a lot of the time I, I, I didn't... I wasn't quite aware of all the facts, like... I knew all I seemed to know really was that a family member of something had happened a family issue but the fact that his daughter sort of the fact that his daughter committed suicide etc it's 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 horrible and I can't even imagine what you have to go through what you go through when that happens um you just never have to bury kids as they say in uh in this episode of uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier there's no name for someone that loses their kids um so yeah firstly I'm sorry. Um, secondly, I'm sorry for thinking this would be bad. Um, <laughs> I said, <laughs> how could it be any different? Were my exact words, I think. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be the same thing. Um, it wasn't. <laughs> nope. This, uh, this was really good. And I yeah, was watching yeah. it, and I was going... Yeah. You text about like halfway through, and you're like, "Yeah, I can't believe I'm enjoying this." I was shocked, to be yeah. honest. To yeah. be honest. So, Zach, I think he's come across like really well. Like outside, like I'm basically, I'm really happy for him, you know, because he's proved us all wrong, including me. Yeah, yeah. Especially me. He proved me wrong. I like I said, like I was more up on the, his previous DCU movies, but like even I wasn't expecting this. Like, you know. Um, I was expecting an improvement on Justice League, but I wasn't expecting to enjoy this movie as much as I did. Like, yeah, he he did deliver for me. Yeah, he totally did. He look, he bet he basically in the lead up to this, like, I'm fair flipping play to him, you know. Like in the lead up to this, he was basically like, pe I wasn't the only person making fun of him. Put that no, way. no, no, no. Like there are a lot of people making fun of him. Um, and he must have known he's not stupid but the confidence he had in his product <laughs> to, do, to still do all that and carry on doing all that um, he basically bet his career on this yeah he didn't get paid for this either he wanted full creative control on the cap like he didn't get paid profits are going towards suicide prevention um, yeah like, like, if, if this had if th like if this hadn't been good like he um He'd be done. Yeah, I kind of had that feeling. Um, I think I he's... thought he was. Yeah, yeah, I did too. Um, I kind of thought like Zach would end up just just becoming a Netflix movie director, which is yeah. I'm not saying that's a bad thing, but like no, but it's a drop, isn't it? 
yeah, he gets to do all of his because Netflix they're quite good with directors, aren't they? They let him do their vision, like they yeah, let okay. him yeah. do what they want. And streaming service in general. Um, look at Apple with Martin Scorsese and stuff. Like, um, yeah, I thought that's where he'd end up, um, just doing action movies for Netflix. And with Netflix, right, right. critical acclaim doesn't really matter because people will watch garbage on there regardless. Um, like, I think it's just amazing how like context changes everything. So. Now, if I went back and look at the tweets where he was really annoying me, like yeah. I bet they look pretty good now, because yeah, he, because this like, like I, I'm talking especially about the one where it's like, where he talks about uh, Jared's Joker, where he's mm-hmm. like, love the character creating your vision. Like at the time, I was like, that is just so, uh, yeah, yeah, it just yeah. annoyed me. Whereas now, like we've, I've, I yeah, we'll get to it. We'll get to my opinions on that scene in a bit because, as it happens, I'm not so positive on that. But um, uh, yeah, it's um, fair flipping play. You know? Well done, Zach. Well done. Yeah, like you did it. Like I, you did. Like yeah. and I, like I said, I think I said last week and the episode before. Yeah, you wanted to. Enjoy I said it. I really hope that I am wrong and this is going to be good. Yep. I can't say I thought I would be. No. Well, I never, even I with, never, I never think I'm going to be wrong. Even with like <laughs> reviews last week, we covered the reviews last week, um, and they were all positive, and we were still like, yeah, well, Wonder Woman came out at like 90% around tomorrow's, and then that dropped, like you know the the sequel, 1984. Yeah. Um, so you still had apprehensions even going into it, like I did, and I was shocked. I, look, by... I had apprehensions. Even I watched this on Monday. Um, you'd seen it. You've seen it a few times by then, I think. I'd seen um, it twice by then, yeah. Yeah. Um, I'd read a few reviews, like a few bad reviews like um, as well. Yeah. So I went in, uh, I'd read some of the bad reviews, and I was like, this doesn't feel like a film I'm going to enjoy. Um, mm-hmm. the, the stuff people were complaining about were very much, shall we, how you say, stuff I would complain about. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's Pure Snyderisms I, as well, a lot of them. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. But, you know what? This doesn't change my opinion on Man of Steel and BVS. Nope. Um, I know it has done that for some people. I've spoken to people who say it makes them want to revisit that. It does not do that for me. Um, I mean, I'm way more inclined to watch this than I am to watch one of those. Uh, uh, okay, yeah. So the biggest compliment I can give this is I, w- I will watch this again. Yeah. I can't, like, I can't believe I'm saying that. This this is uh, yeah I, I honestly I, I don't know really what to say about it. even I've, I've I've watched it two and a half times say half because like I've started rewatching it for a third time but it's like as the parts so like episodes um, so yeah like I'm just amazed how much I really really enjoy this film like I yeah. it's not perfect say, like, no no it's not perfect but like it is. It's, it's, it's great, man, for me. And, like, I really enjoy myself. I really love what he's done with most of the characters. Like, let's just go into Cyborg, because Cyborg in this film... Did you want to do this, like, part by part, or do you want to do it? How I'm do just going to go this? all in. Yeah, we just talk right. about what we want to talk about. Go for it. Cyborg in this film is a character. <laughs> like, he isn't a character <laughs> in the last one. Like, he isn't. Like, the, from day one, even when they were... I, th- I think it was even before they were filming Justice League... Like before Zach, like you know, started rolling cameras, he was saying Cyborg's gonna be the heart and soul of the movie, and he's been saying that since day one. And like here we are, like 
he is cyborg is the heart and soul of Zack Snyder's Justice League. Well, we actually know what his powers are. <laughs> yeah, like he's he goes through a big arc in the movie. Like he's obviously pre he's broken inside, isn't he? Like he's resentful of his father and feels the loss of his mother and like what his father's done to him to save his life because he didn't want to lose his son and thinking he doesn't have a place in the world. Um, and by the end, like he's he's transformed into. A hero. He is a true hero at the end of this movie, and he is proud to be Cyborg. He is proud to be who he is. He's like he says, doesn't he? I'm not broken. Like Cyborg, I never thought could carry his own movie. I still think he can't. But in terms of Justice League, he works, and he works very well. Well, it and feels it feels like his movie in many ways. It does. Yeah, it does. Um, for me, the people who stand out the most is him, uh, Bruce, and Superman. Um, Superman's obviously finding himself throughout this movie. Bruce is... Well, he feels terrible about the BVS situation, doesn't he? Like, he's... Like he said, I've spent so much time dividing us that I need to unite us. Um, and he's, like, completely changed as a character, isn't he? You can see the growth of Bruce Wayne in this as well, and... Like, I'm not a big Superman fan. Like, you know, I, do, I don't mind him. And I like Man of Steel probably more than most, but... Dude, Superman in this movie, I loved Superman when he showed up at the end. Like the, the yeah, I the liked field, when he showed up. This is probably where I'm going to disagree with you a little bit. Um, I, the Superman stuff in this, um, again, I, I think this is probably a problem with the script. But the Superman stuff just doesn't, it doesn't all sit right with me. What do you like about it? Um, when he came back, like his going from "I'm back and I'm killing everyone" to Oh, I'm Clark Kent again. Like, it's going to the farm that starts to change that, right? Yeah, but I just I feel like in a four-hour movie you could have had time to sort of explore that a bit more, and it sort of was like maybe because it was in a four-hour movie, but it was like I don't know. To me, it was all a bit like whiplashy. Like, I didn't quite. First, I didn't really understand why he didn't know everyone when he came back. He'd been dead a while. Yeah, like I don't know. He's his been brain's dead a been while. boggled. <laughs> no, yeah, sure, I get that, but it's like Superman by nature isn't like a super destructive person. But yeah, I don't know. It just, just to me, like I like, I like the, the parts individually. So I like it when he comes back and he's fighting them all. I like his scene at the farm. I like it when he appears at the end. I like, I really liked the scene where he was walking through looking at yeah you had obviously uh you're about the end scene when he's walking through like the crowd no and he had his he has the he has the his dad's basically um, oh right 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 i'm really not a dc guy can you tell uh yeah. when he has his uh his dad's like speaking to him um mm -hmm. as he's walking through and he sees his black suit at the end um that was great like it was emotional I just don't see how, like, it, him, like, suddenly being back to normal after a three or four minute fight scene. Yeah, it to me, it just was a bit whiplashy. It was just a little bit like, okay, I don't really know what's going on. And, like, again, if you're a comic book reader, I'm sure it makes more sense. But the, the, the black suit, like, what's the significance of that? You know, mm. again, that felt like something for the fans, which I get that it is, but... 
I didn't know. I don't know why. Yeah, had the black suit. But it's just like even with for Superman in this for me, like him coming back, like obviously I you, I just accept that he's like he's died. He's not the same guy. Like he's yeah, sure. No, and, yeah, uh, I I appreciate like it, yeah. I, it doesn't need explaining to me why he's lashing out like that. Yeah, and then he starts to find himself over time. Like he's like his first thing is obviously when he sees Lois when she's there to stop um from from him from killing Bruce, and she like that's when he starts to remember. And like when they first land at outside Kent, uh, yeah, Clark Kent's farm, like uh, he he says like oh, this is this is home. And she said, oh, you didn't speak before. Uh, she said, oh, you speak, and he said, what well, did I not before? Like he slowly. Becoming Clark again, um, and that really works for me. His time in the like, because in the previous version, like, like even with Lois, like throughout this film, we see her going as a daily routine, right? She goes to like the monument and like with a coffee and just has her moments there, thinking of Clark, and goes back home. Like that's her routine. In the old version, we don't see that. She just she just happens to be there, like when he comes back to life. Um, so it's good for like Lois as well. Um, but the scenes on the farm were so much more emotional when he's there and he's remembering, he's remembering who he is. Um, and I, that, as well, like, this was obviously supposed to be... Uh, Zack did have plans for Justice League 2, and, like, in that you do... Like, he isn't fully back as as Clark. Like, he is still struggling with, you know, finding himself again. But, like... Yeah, that's, hint, that's hinted at throughout the film as well, to be fair. Yeah, and, like, um, all of that works for me. Like... It's only after like he's started to find out, find himself again as Clark, had his moment with Lois, had his moment with Martha, and says, "Right, they brought me back for a reason. I need to, I need to find out why." You know that bit where um, where Cyborg like sort of sees a version of the future. Yeah. Um. That is what's supposed to happen. Yeah, I don't know why that was in there. Again, I think it was just what Snyder had. For this film, I think he used everything he had for this movie. I think he... sure, sure, no, yeah, I, but it's like I don't like that. Really took away some of the. For me, it took a little bit of the majesty of seeing Superman again. Right. Because we saw him like in his black suit, he was doing it all, and that sort of takes away from the like the moment you see the black suit. Like even though it was like, I have no idea. I still don't know what the significance of the black suit is. Um, like it took yeah. away from that. I was like, "Well, I know the black suit's coming." So you're like, you're doing this swelling music, um, as as we see this black suit. But I've but I, even I already like, know but it's even, coming. even like the vision that like Cyborg has, and like he is in the black suit then, right? Superman is in the black suit. Yeah, he, um, exactly. He is. Yeah. When we see the epilogue, he's in the the, uh, the red and blue suit. Like yeah. so, it's not a completely accurate representation of the future. The cyborg scene, but like that is the way the the subsequent film would have gone. Yeah, sure. um, I, I'm I'm just saying purely purely for the sake of this film, it felt it took a little bit of the yeah wind out of seeing Superman back, you know, or at least yeah. even seeing the black suit. Like, can you put me out of my misery? What is the significance of the black suit? Um, so I think when the Superman does die in the comics, like he does, he I think he is killed by Doomsday in the comics. Um, it's more like when he comes back from the dead, he's in the black suit. Okay. So it's just a callback to... Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know how I feel about that sort of thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> these are... To be clear, these are my nitpicks. So 
this shows what I thought of the film. I don't. I've like moaned a little bit, but this this is pretty small, aren't they? Yeah. Um, so what's your take on Cyborg? That's where we started with this. Cyborg. Cyborg was great. Like it was, it was perfectly paced. Like I think the actor did a great job. Like how he slowly went from sort of brooding, depressed. Like we ultimately like with one scene, we see one what his powers are. Like I love efficiency in filmmaking, which is a weird thing to say in a four-hour mm. film. Um, but like in one scene, we see his character and the sort of power he's got where he observes this woman that's got no money but she's still like giving what she can to beggars etc but she, and she's going without herself at, like the supermarket and stuff and she he decides he's gonna put a load more money in her account and I just thought it was really good like and there we see one he's a, he's a good guy ultimately he wants to use his powers for good but at the same time, he's grumpy as hell. He's just trying to make the best of a bad situation. Well, yeah, like he's well, if, yeah, that's what the flashbacks for him for, right? He's like he had a loving mother who was taken away from him. He was like they say he's a genius. Like he's incredibly smart. He's a great football player. Um, he had a he had his life ahead of him. Like he had a good life until yeah. like that one moment stripped her all away from him and his father. Well, Cyborg calls himself a monster, doesn't he, in the movie? Oh, um, totally. You, no, yeah, it was. Um, like, I don't blame him. Yeah, and, like, he resents his father. And, like, by the end of this movie, like, obviously he loses his father as well, but he's learned to love his father and forgive him. And he accepts being cyborg. He accepts that he's a hero now. Like, he's not broken anymore, as he says. So, yeah, I think cyborg, he suffered the... As a character, he obviously suffered the worst from the theatrical cut of this movie. Like, big time. Like, him in that movie was terrible. Um... So, yeah, they really butchered him, but I'm so glad that they... The Snyder did Cyborg justice. No pun intended, but... Yeah. And again, like, I mentioned Bruce. Like, Bruce is such a different character to who he was in BVS. Um, this this feels like a uh, older Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Like, this feels like what we were promised. Yeah, yeah. And, like, obviously... The Bruce that we saw in BVS is a much more cynical Bruce, right? Like, he has lost people he loves. He's lost, like, he's, he's kind of gone off the rails. But this Bruce, like, he's well, he's trying to be, be a hero again, isn't he? He's trying mm-hmm. to be, like, he's trying to unite the Justice League to save the world. Like, that's what he is. And this Bruce is, this is great. Ben Affleck as Bruce Wayne and as Batman is fantastic. Like, I, I really enjoy the performance that he gives in this movie um, but I will say right there's something I have always said is that I do like Batfleck yeah and um I still don't know why they insist on doing stuff to to Batman's voice I don't think it's needed I don't um, think it's needed in this film particularly either um but again I kind of assume it's just sort of built into his suit with this one yeah yeah I do as well I just I like it's not just this it's like I don't know. Like in in the Arkham games, he doesn't change his voice. He's got the same voice, and it's totally fine. Mm. Um, yeah, I didn't. I didn't think we needed. Like at some points, it did come a little bit hard to hear what he was saying. Like it had a bit of the Bane effect going on. Yeah. Um, well, but yeah, I really like Ben Affleck as Batman, and and especially as Bruce Wayne. He's sort of Ben Affleck anyway. He's like a good-looking, charming guy. And 
that's sort of what I think he does a much better job of portraying that than Christian Bale uh, absolutely yeah, I did yeah, yeah. Um, I adore those films but weirdly I think Batman and Bruce Wayne are the, some of the poorest parts of that and I think Ben Affleck probably captures the character slightly better for me yeah yeah in my rating of Batman's he's pretty high and he was before this actually um, if we're not if we're only counting live action Batman's he may be top of mind like I do think I prefer him to Michael Keaton well you're forgetting clearly the best one I'm not I'm not talking about Adam West I'm not thinking about Adam West no George Clooney mate uh, <laughs> I scrubbed out of my mind to be fair Val Kilmer <laughs> well he, he's not awful is he Val Kilmer but he's not He's not George Clooney, is what you're saying. No, but um, yeah, like and obviously next year, like we got Pattinson, and like I'm assuming that's gonna be great. Um, yeah, but what's, what I do quite like is I I don't think we need like Pattinson's a young Batman. Yeah, it's Batman Year One, and Affleck is. Not. Well, he's a Batman who's been Batman for like thirty years. Yeah, point. exactly, and yeah, I, I it feels it's, a real shame. I I really w- wished we could see more of him. Like yeah. on his own, his relationship with Alfred's fantastic as well. Alfred's so. flipping amazing. <laughs> like Jeremy Irons, take a bow. Like again, I feel like we didn't see much of that in, in Justice League. No, um, no, no. Like, like yeah. Jeremy Irons flipping smashes it. Yeah, he does. Like, he's, he he's, makes this his own. Yeah, he's great, man. He's he has some of the best lines in this movie, like witty lines, like easily, and he's. Which is what Alfred always was. Like they've really harkened back to. Old Alfred, you know, like in how. Mm. Yeah, again, I really liked Michael Caine as Alfred, but they, I mean, I think they're going for very different feels. Um, Absolutely, yeah. Like Alfred's and Ben. Uh, they sort uh, of almost Alfred like, and Bat. They feel like they're almost peers. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. they're sort of of the same. They can't, even, I mean, they even can't Bruce, be much in it. Yeah, even Bruce in this film, he goes like, "This is Alfred. I work for him." Like, that's just. I love that. He, I he loved does, that, and Alfred does, didn't. Alfred didn't bat an eye either. No, he just says, "Oh, we're going to need more cups." <laughs> like, Do you know what I loved? I absolutely loved um, him telling telling Wonder Woman how to make tea. Yeah, she's, she's been alive like, for five thousand years, you know. Like, yeah, she's like, "Are you sure you don't want a cup?" And he goes, "No, no, I don't. I don't want one." But he's yeah. telling her how to make it for herself. Yeah, I just thought that was brilliant. I thought that was really good. I I really like to to me like. Bat- Batman I love Batman anyway um, yeah. but I think Ben Affleck's Batman is will be what brings me back to this film like very Cyborg it feels like Cyborg's movie and Cyborg is great and what he goes through is great but it feels like if he's the heart of the movie then um, yeah then, then Ben Affleck is like Ben Affleck and Batman are like I don't know they're like the lungs they're like the thing that keep it alive <laughs> Right, like they just keep everything going. If if he was in, if 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 we were using football analogies, he'd be like the engine in midfield. Like he just keeps it all going, like keeps it all ticking over. I yeah. thought it was great. Yeah, um, I loved I loved Barry in this, uh, Barry Allen Flash. <sighs> like, I think a lot of people's favorite scenes of this in this film include him. Um, I he's know, a comic relief. Like, not everyone has any stupid. Yeah, lines, he yeah. he's a comic relief in this and the theatrical cut. Obviously, like he has a lot more dumb things to say in the theatrical one, like from reshoots and like he talks about brunch for a solid five minutes in the last one. Um, but yeah, no, he's used really well here, and 
um, his development from when we first, when Bruce first meets him, he says like, oh yeah, like so, I can run really, really fast, and sometimes some weird stuff happens with time. Um, and throughout the the film, we start to see that come into effect um, from when he first brings, when he touches the mother box to bring Superman back, and again, obviously, right at the end, the climax of the movie. He does that to the fullest extent, right? He really does reverse time. Um, that was so well done, because again, we saw an example of how he can reverse time. Yeah. Like, uh, he did it with the Superman thing, didn't he? But it was only, like, mere seconds that he reversed it. Like, exactly. whereas... But we saw just how far he can go with... Well, with... What he did at the end of the movie. And yeah. again, Flash was severely shortchanged for... Justice League, because his everything he was supposed to be doing at the end of the film completely cut out, gone, replaced with him saving the Russian family. He like, felt like, um, you know how Spider-Man feels in like Civil War, and yeah, even yeah, yeah. the Infinity War, uh, in, like Infinity War, like almost like a yeah, you're here, but you're just here to almost like shadow and watch what we do. Well, he's the least inexperienced. Right? He does say in the film like I've never fought anybody. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But in this, he doesn't feel like that. Everyone in this film, sort of, maybe with the exception of Aquaman. Um, they Aquaman gets the least to do, doesn't he? Though in this he film. gets the least to do, he does get the least to do. But he does have a solo movie to make up for it. He does. He does. Exactly. And like, um, I think Wonder Woman, she's the most well put together hero at this point. Yeah. Like she's been doing what she's been doing for a long time. Um, she has. She doesn't have the arc, like the others do. Like she doesn't need one. She doesn't. Um, Wonder Woman for me is easily one of the worst parts of this film. Yeah. No. Yeah. I think in comparison no, to. I I think script writing and just I don't think Gal Gadot does a good job in this film. Mm. I don't and mind. Again, it. she's had she's had like terrible. She's had like she, she had terrible lines. The one that really sticks out to me all the time is when Stephen Wolf is going to fight her, and the rest of the team's taking the power of demons. And he says that oh, this one's mine, and she goes, "Nobody owns me." I'm like, that was odd. Like, didn't well, she says stuff like, "Don't make me do this," and it's like, Ugh. mate, we watched you blow a man up earlier. Like, <laughs> like yeah, it's like, you know. don't make me do this. Yeah, again, that whole and her her introduction scene, like. When I that's pretty early on in the film, isn't it? When yeah, yeah. she's in in London, like I was a bit like, okay, we're back to this. Like how like it went super slow and then super fast and then. But that, again, like that is just to show her powers, isn't it? She does move really fast. She does, yeah. Uh, I'm just like, I don't know, I, like. And this is kind of the problem with DC for me. And this is another reason I've never really like loved to DC in the way that I love Marvel stuff. Um, the little girl goes, "Can I be like you someday?" And we all know the answer to that. No, yeah. she can't. Like, there's no way she can. Yeah, but you don't say that to a child, do you? Like, no, you don't. Says, you do you, don't. Do you think I could be prime minister? You're not going to go, not me. <laughs> no, but like... anyone could feasibly be prime minister. Yeah, but you you know you're not going to shut a kid's dreams down. You're not, but at the same time, she's like, you can be whatever you want to be. And my head, I'm going, well, she can't. Yeah. Like, just don't, 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 and it just, it felt really forced, you know? Like, that that didn't need to be there. 
Like that whole line didn't need to be there. It was like, I think it was supposed to show Wonder Woman like, oh, she's like great with everyone. She's wonderful, but like. Well, she's just supposed to be an idol for girls and women. I just think there's probably better ways you could have. I think so. Demonstrated too. that. Yeah. yeah. Um, I just yeah, Wonder Woman for me like the delivery of how she does like it. Yeah, I don't know. Wonder Woman for me in this film. She, yeah, did, she did nothing for me. Yeah. Like, um, but going going back to Barry then, what do you love about Barry? Uh, he is he's just great, isn't he? He's like cheeky. Like I like that he sort of he's like. I kind of like that he trips up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Um, no, but at the same time, he's like he's like cheeky and sort of... He feels very Peter Parker. Feel very much Which I like think he's MC- supposed to be, yeah. Yeah, I think feels he very much like MCU Peter Parker. Yeah, he's the most inexperienced as well out of the heroes. Yeah. So he, he's just... But, he f- but he's still incredibly competent. And there's enough... He's like got... He's got an interesting backstory. Mm-hmm. Like with the thing of his dad, etc. Yeah, yeah. uh, of all of them, he's like the most grounded, I think. Right. And I think that's yeah, probably yeah. why people, he, a lot of people, will. He seems l- to operate like on a him. smaller scale in this movie than the others do. Like he's yeah. just like he's getting like dead end jobs, trying to like just get money to put himself through college so he can get his dad out and like. But ultimately, he's, he's a good guy. So he, like, it. Yeah, like the whole. Uh, it seems I don't know if it's quite I don't know if it's polarizing or not, but the the whole scene where he saves Iris, <sighs> Iris, yeah, like from his own yeah. self interest point of view, like it, it wouldn't have made sense for him to smash the place he wanted to work's window. If that yeah. makes sense, to get out. Yeah, but you I enjoyed this scene. Though, I loved that whole scene. Like it was yeah. mental. Like it felt very comic booky to me. I think the film in general feels very. It loves being a comic book film, it like does. the movie itself. Um, and yeah, that scene. A lot of people don't like the scene because of like he's just there, really enjoying the moment, touching Iris's face and moving her hair and all that stuff. I get that. I did get that. Um, like I don't mind the scene. Like I'm I did, fine like, with it either way. But I don't know. Again, like my I'm... favorite scene of Barry is the end. Like where like oh, you yeah. see. Well, it's his moment, isn't it? Yeah, and he goes through speed force and like that. Like I love the theme that they play there for him, and like that really gets me. That's that was an incredible moment. It's probably like that and Superman returning to beat the crap out of Steppenwolf uh, were my, probably my two favorite scenes of this movie. And I know we're jumping like all over the place, which is fine. The movie's been out a week. Like you, everybody said everything they need to. Like we can talk about whatever we want with this. Um, like yeah. The final fight as well. Everybody feels like they have something to do. Yeah. Like, no like Batman. Yeah, Batman helps break them in, and once they're in, well, Wonder Woman and and Aquaman, they're like the muscle. They're the brutes. They're trying to fight Steppenwolf, whilst Cyborg is trying to, like, hack into the mother boxes to separate them. Uh, Barry's running out, uh, running around outside, pick up enough speed to charge Cyborg, and Batman's outside, taking on all the parademons, so they don't kill Barry. Because, like, we see the parademons, like, hopping on, like, turrets, don't we? Trying to shoot at Barry a lot. Um, mm. They all have something to do. And they, this final act wouldn't work without them. Like, if you didn't have Aquaman, Wonder Woman wouldn't be able to keep Stephen there long enough to keep him away from 
from Cyborg. Like, everybody needs somebody. And Superman coming in is just giving him the one-up. You know? Like, they were toe-to-toe -to -toe with Stephen Wolf. Superman coming in, like, gives him the edge. You know? Um, so I, I really love the final fight in this movie. It's all really well done. You know, once Barry gets injured, you're kind of fearful for what's going to happen to everybody. And we do see a dark reality where they fail. Like, they fall on oh, fail. Oh, they all die. There's, do you know what? On a side note, there are... Um, there are a lot of, like, skulls in this movie. <laughs> right. Did you notice that? Yeah, yeah. You yeah. see a lot of, like, people's skeletons. Like, either as they get blown up, or, like, when Superman comes back, like, he sees he all of their skeletons. For yeah, some yeah. reason, you he sees all their skeletons. Um, yeah, yeah. He's scanning them, isn't he? Yeah. Which we know Superman can do, right? Anyway, course, that's like yeah. a good thing. Yeah. yeah. It just it just I don't know. Just an interesting little detail. Zach like, likes skulls. So that's an interesting one, Zach. Fair enough. Yeah, his next movie's Army of the Dead, so I'm assuming we're gonna see a lot of skulls. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um so yeah, like it really works for me, the final fight, and I really I really enjoy it, I really dig it. Like um Yeah, like what's some of the highlights of this film for you? Like what's some like the scenes that really stand out for you? Uh, again, that scene where he's uh comes the back and is resurrected. I love. I really love the Iris scene. Like, whatever. Yeah. I get that some might see it as kind of creepy. Um, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, they seem to sort of have a bit of a connection anyway. As not well, in the comics, that's the love that, of his life. You know. Yeah. Not that that makes it okay. Obviously. No. But um, and I, I love that know. he grabbed the hot dog. I honestly thought he was grabbing because he was like starving he's gonna eat it later but no you yeah, use yeah. it to like feed the dogs and like yeah i don't know cool. like for the small amount of screen time ezra uh miller and i don't know who the actress is that play the I, uh, something clements i can't think of it but yeah yeah that, like this like you could you could or you could feel the chemistry there maybe i was imagining it but i don't know i was cool like it made me i was like i want to see more of well, yeah, like she's in the Flash movie. Like they're yeah. gonna probably explore that relationship with with Barry and Iris, exactly. which is good. Like uh, this film made me far more excited for the Flash film. Anyway, yeah. like I was excited about it. We talked about it last week. Like the films we were excited for, but now I'm even more excited to see to see what Barry does in his own movie. Yeah, I did think when we were when he was looking at the CCTV, I was like, are we about to see? Ezra Miller, like, punch a fan. <laughs> like, why would Snyder put that in there? I don't know, but at that, but you know what? The world had turned upside down for me by that point. I was like, I'm enjoying this. And then I was like, wait, are they gonna... Yeah. Are they gonna... No. Um, I also really liked uh, when... I thought it was really well done. When Superman is resurrected mm -hmm. and, like, he's fighting them all off and you just see kind of how overpowered Superman is and it's probably one of the best decisions made for this movie is that they don't really have Superman for most of it like he's he, he's yeah. in this film but in many ways it's sort of a glorified cameo yeah yeah with this film obviously they kind of rushed the DCU right and this isn't us going to talk oh, about the DCU yeah like, so a, a lot of my problems with this film stem from the fact they completely rushed it but yeah, yeah. that aside but like but yeah, so going from BVS where Superman died 
into Justice League, you knew he'd be back, everybody did, right? Like, it was obvious. Um, but in the last cut, you didn't feel the loss of Superman. And again, that's because there was a more of a traditional runtime. Um, but this time, you did feel the loss of Superman. Like, even if Superman wasn't there, like for those first two and a half hours or whatever it was, like, they're talking about Superman. They know they need him. Like, Barry's like, saying Superman's his idol. Um, you know, and all that like it is a constant reminder and an earn like you're yearning for superman to help them you know that he they need him um and i think that's really well done in this movie um the, i'm gonna go into my complaints because i don't have many before before we do that i'll just finish what uh i was just gonna say when he's resurrected and they're all fighting him um i really liked barry comes like running towards him mm-hmm. and you sort of think oh barry's gonna have the upper hand here and whenever they do the flash stuff, they sort of go into um, slow mo, isn't it? Yeah, like like quicksilver mode, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, ugh, Ralph Boner. Uh, they go into quicksilver mode, and um, like all of a sudden, everyone else is really slow while Barry's running. Mm. And then Superman turns his head, and he's at the same speed as as Barry, and that really freaks Barry out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like, yeah. holy crap! Like, <laughs> yeah, he's never had that before, and I just thought that whole scene, like the way it was done, it it was perfect actually. Yeah, and even because like, I was like, holy crap, you know? Yeah, which yeah, I like think it, was what he wanted. Yeah, and even like um, a few minutes later, when like he's going towards like Bruce, like everybody's having one last attempt to try and stop him, Barry comes running at him. He moves ever so slightly, and taps him. And he just like tackles Aquaman to the ground, like just that's how quick Superman is. Like, yeah, I think again, all that stuff for Barry's done really, really well. My f- really minor like problems with this film, like I'll just go through them quick because like I don't mm-hmm. want to spend any time really bashing this. Um, no, I don't either. I don't. No. So I really love the Martha and Lois scene because in in the the Whedon version, that's completely gone. And it's like them in the Daily Planet having a conversation. It's it's just crap, right? What that is that that conversation in the Whedon cut. It's really emotional in this one. It's really well done. It's a really good performance from from both actresses. Um, I actually cared about Lois for once, and I've, I've never cared about Lois in these films. Um, so yeah, so Martha leaves. And I'm like, oh, that's, that's a great scene. Like I really, I really felt the impact of it. And then we see her turn into Martian Manhunter, and I was like, oh, great. <laughs> Like, that's just taking away a really good character moment for me, for Martha um, and Lois and their bonding. And that's just stripped her away. Especially as we see Martian Manhunter later in the film. Um, I think him showing up at the end of the movie just to, like, tell Bruce, like, look, we need to, like, still all come together because something is coming. Um, I think it would have been better if he just showed up at the end. Yeah. Um, that was something that took away from me. The Wonder Woman theme... I like the Wonder Woman theme, like I've said this before, but like the screaming. Ah! Song. Ah! And... Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Anytime she showed up, like it was always it was that like, thing. Oh, it's Batman. Oh, it's it's uh, it's, it's like the that's... Flash. Oh, it's uh, it's Wonder Woman. Ah! Every time. Every time. Like, that Every was so time. annoying. Like oh, she's around. jumping and she's in slow mo. Ah! Yeah, it was like she's going for a deuce. 
<laughs> it was like ridiculous, wasn't it? Was it was all the time, right? Like uh, Yeah. Um I didn't so that was really <laughs> annoying to me. Um and yeah, like I thought some of the, the dialogue writing wasn't great. The but, dialogue like, look <sighs> But it's a so, Snyder film, it's a Snyder film, like you It's not it. just a Snyder film, it's a Terrio film. And I feel like again again we've done our share of dumping Ontario, right? I feel yeah. like we got to give him some credit. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. I was very surprised I enjoyed it. I mean, Terry the brief of the movie was probably a two and a half hour movie and he wrote a four hour script. So, <laughs> yeah. I'm sort of like, mm, Terry kind of... And there are some Terryerisms in this, let yeah, me yeah, be yeah. honest. There are some serious Terryerisms. Uh, you've got... Um, you've got... Uh, my favourite one was Something Woke the Box. Hmm... Yeah. Um, again, I've only seen it once, so please forgive me if I missed something. But that's a pretty hand wavy way of making the box. Yeah. Awake by just saying something woke the box, and I think they try and hand wave it Somehow by saying, "Oh, it is. It's it's the same line, basically, isn't it? Somehow, yeah. Palpatine. It's the same line. I don't think it's as egregious as somehow no, Palpatine no, no. returned. Um, no." Because, but yeah, like, I think they kind of tried to get, at least they tried to give an explanation. It was like, oh, the box's new Superman wasn't around anymore. But yeah, I, that did annoy me. Not to the point where it made me sort of not like the film. I'm, we're in, we've agreed, we're not bashing this film. Like, this this got a high rating from me, this movie, so. But I think yeah. we, it wouldn't be Bob if we didn't have mm, stupid nitpicks. Um... <laughs> Uh, there was another part uh, that kind of annoyed me, and I've forgotten. Amber Heard is terrible in this film. What the flip was that accent? <laughs> Seriously? Yeah, I know. Did no one hear that accent and go, this ain't right? Yeah, and like obviously Snyder <laughs> had a chance to like fix this, and he thought, yeah, it's just fine. Because just get just 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 get her to like record the lines again, lip sync. Yeah, it. exactly. Yeah, I like, don't care. Like. That happens like, a lot in films. Yeah, like, just lip sync it. But oh, and like the obviously the epilogue. Um, that was that was all the reshoot stuff that he did. Was was the uh, oh, of course. The night we'll get stuff. to the epilogue. We'll get to the epilogue. Yeah, and obviously um, she's still doing it there. So he had the opportunity to like say, actually, don't do it. And he like, like in- he really liked the. It was just a look. It wasn't the fact that it was an English accent. It was just a really bad English yeah, accent. Yeah, yeah. And in Aquaman, she doesn't have that. She has an American accent. So. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, there was a, I saw a video that was This film was supposed to come up before Aquaman, and obviously things changed. Yeah, exactly. I did see something that was quite, Zack Snyder, he basically, he said, did uh, the studio have any notes? And he went, I was allowed to do basically whatever I wanted. Um, The notes they did have, I ignored. Fair play to him. Fair play to him. They told him not to do, like, additional scenes, didn't he? And he did the nightmare scene. (laughs) But I do, or I do wonder if um, that might have been one of the notes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Change the accent. I don't know. That, that just felt it was weird. Like maybe it sounds alright to an American ear. Um, yeah, it was super jarring for me. And uh, it was. Just, I think everybody. I think everybody's in agreement that that was terrible. Yeah. What uh, the? Do you know what else was weird? Sniffing the jumper. 
Yeah, like that scene went on a bit too long with all the women sick. When the one girl in the back started harmonizing, I was like, oh, oh, they're going for it. Like, <laughs> like it was weird. Like, you know, Momoa's a sexy man. <laughs> like, yeah, I understand. He is, but it's, it's like, I was like, what am I watching here? Like, that, yeah. that stuff like that, which I think they probably could have cut a lot from this film to make it there's like the odd things you can trim you in it easily. you could i think you could you could easily maybe have trimmed an hour's worth of stuff like I, and i to be honest the um the runtime it, didn't bother me no it didn't bother me at all actually and some of the things i was like kind of grateful like i really liked i've seen like some people joking about the fact that there's a long um there's like a long scene of lois getting coffee um I liked it. Yeah, like you can even see Snyder in the background. Could you really? Was he yep. there? He's in the window. He's in the, the coffee place. Yeah, I I don't know. I really liked it. Like I like, but I'm yeah, I'm a bit of a weirdo. I like yeah, sort like, of slow stuff like that. And like I was crapping on Amber Heard, but like um, the the, the Mera scene where she does try and fight Stephen Wolf, her power was really cool. Like when she's like absorbing all the water out of him, you start seeing the blood coming out. And like that is really, really cool. Like that was a really cool thing to see. And again, this film is R-rated, and I think Snyder used it really well because it's not like in your face. It's not just gold no, it's and not. it's not just swearing all the time. Either. No, no. Like at the, like in the epilogue when Batman says like, "I promised Harley Quinn I will effing kill you, and I will effing kill you." Like that felt in character. That felt perfect for that moment. Um, and yeah, like that was that was good. Um, I, I think Snyder used like Snyder could have gone over the top because there is Snyder um, like he did like 10% of this movie is slow-mo and that's not a joke somebody did the, the math like is it really? yeah like we didn't need to see a sesame seed fall off the bun in slow-mo like at all but we got I it. think it's one of those things where sort of as the film went on it got it got less egregious yes yeah it definitely did um yeah, I don't know. I'd like, it, but that's that's like it. Though. I said, like I said, the film. Yeah, the film's not perfect. I kind of, I didn't care about the like. Steppenwolf was good. I thought Steppenwolf. Steppenwolf had. is so much better in this movie than he was. Yeah, in the last movie. but I think if it was in a vacuum, I probably wouldn't care that much. Like it's weird. You've sort of got a some somehow. You've got to. You've got to like com- compare it to the one we got. But at the same time, you've got to look at it as its own thing, and yeah, I just, like the villains, like they sort of all seemed like variations of the same character. Does that make I, sense? They all sort of felt like they had the, the exact same voice. Um, like Darkseid, I, Dark Side, I like Darks. I like the imminent threat of Darkseid in this film. Like I felt his menace and presence. Like that was really apparent to me. Like and again, it might be because of. Like I think they nailed Darkseid with this, and from my history of reading comics with Darkseid in it and watching cartoons of Darkseid and wherever, like again, everybody's gonna view this film differently. Like there's people who've watched yeah, this exactly. film who's never watched, who's never read a DC comic or watched like an animated series of the Justice League or something. You know, like yeah. And I'm I'm pretty I'm a bit like I'm pretty like well you're more uh, Marvel aren't you? Like you, I'm more Marvel, always... but what's what's like the word for it? That's uh, I'm. I, yeah, I'm pretty like new, like new to it all. Like I'm pretty green with the whole DC yeah, like, stuff. Yeah, even like, with I've... like with comics as well. Particularly, you were more Marvel like, than DC. Oh, t- like, oh, hundred percent. I very yeah, rarely yeah. read a DC. I read a few Flash comics, but I was about yeah. It. Um, but yeah, like 
I don't know. We've and again, I can't really blame the film for this. Um, it's just that it sort of felt like a Thanos level threat. And yeah, yeah, yeah. It which which have... he, he absolutely is. Exactly, and but it it didn't feel feel. It's difficult not to compare it to Marvel, and I don't think we shouldn't compare it either. But <laughs> yeah, it it felt just like it's a Thanos level threat, but you've not earned that kind of threat yet in this DCEU. Like it's very much like all yeah, at yeah, once. yeah. Well, yeah, uh, like with Thanos, you had like however like X amount of movies before him. Like this is yeah, a, yeah. a small handful before seeing Darkseid. Like. Again, yeah. they should have done. Again, I'm not going to harp on the DCU stuff, but no, yeah, they, I'm, all, not, I'm, all, not either. I'm not. We all know that they should have done more before getting to Justice League, but like, yeah, like it is I don't know, is. but for, but for yeah, like I say, but for me that did kind of take away. Like, I knew the threat was there. Um, yeah, there's just like various things that don't really work for me. Like, there's not really any sort of civilian danger in the main threat, which kind of. Like yeah, I don't know. There's like the danger felt like it was there, but it it didn't really have like the emotional impact it probably could have done. Again, I I don't think it the film I'd like you you could have had like flipping I don't know Stanley Kubrick making this film and uh, would, he wouldn't have been able to do that, you know. Like so that's not a reflection on the film or even Zack Snyder as as the director of this film. Might or be Terrio as a writer. Or Terry as a writer. Yeah, I'm really not crapping on the film for that. Um Snyder might have something to do with it on the in a larger sense, um, but yeah, in terms of in terms of this film, like I think they did the best they could have done with the villains for me. Yeah, um, yeah. as a non-comic fan, because um, Steppenwolf in this, he's Steppenwolf is good. He yeah, is he's good. good. Like you understand his motivations, you understand yeah the why he's trying to do. You understand Steppenwolf completely well, and he feels far more threatening in this as well than he did in the theatrical cut. Um, until Superman obliterates the man, um, and I did love when he does die. Uh, it's a group effort. Uh, Aquaman shoves a trident through him. Superman gives him a good punch, and uh, and Diana cuts his head off. That, that was that was cool. <laughs> I really enjoyed it. Uh, but yeah, like again, that's it for my criticism. That's all the criticisms I have for this film. I think you have a few more with the epilogue, right? And I think we should just go into that now. Yeah, before we do that, I just want to say I'm always I'm always dressed like should have cut yeah, yeah. that. Yeah, that again, like I said, um, there's some bad dialogue choices. Yeah, I'm always dressed though. That was two on the nose for me. That was yeah, two yeah. on the nose. Kal El, yeah. no. Um, but there we go. Um, the epilogue went on too long for me. I really liked the bits where it. Um, I really liked the cyborg stuff. Mm-hmm. Like he left the tape. He listens to his father, doesn't he? And yeah, and he listened to one bit a few times, didn't he? I'm your father yeah. twice or something. Like it seemed yeah. to really strike a nerve with him. Um, yeah, and then he goes to his mother's grave and like stands it proudly, you know, taking his hoodie off. Yeah, I liked it. Like I thought it was. Yeah, I thought that bit, that stuff was really cool. Barry gets yeah. a job like in a crime lab, which is like what he does in the comics, right? Like, and yeah, uh, and the stuff with uh, Billy Crudup, Crudup, Crudup. I don't know yeah. his name. Yeah, he's really hyped, and he's like, "Dad, you're gonna get maced again." <laughs> yeah, I really, I really like him as a side note. I really like him as an actor, and yeah, yeah. I, it will never happen. But I would love, love, love to see um, Billy Crudup do a. Uh, an interpretation of the Joker because I think he'd been I think he'd be good at that. 
That's that's my fan cast. If you've seen the morning show, I think that probably makes yeah, yeah, sense. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's more just for Batman's nightmare scene. Um, and again, like I do not blame Zack Snyder for doing this because, for all he knows, this could be his last. I mean, it probably is. Yeah, Warner Brothers said the other day, this is it. Yeah, I mean, I'm still not wholly convinced. No, no, think, in a I world they... where the Snyder Cut exists yeah, and exactly. it is released, yeah, yeah. I think they said they'd never do the Snyder Cut, so. Um, yeah, I'm not wholly convinced, but for all he knows, this could be the last time he gets to sort of play in this toy box. Mm. So I don't blame him for doing it. I just want to say that. Um, but the it felt the Joker stuff felt so gratuitous. I like, really enjoyed the Joker stuff. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. So I, no, but, it's good that we have two different opinions. Like. Yeah, like I didn't think they'd be he'd be able to change Salvage. my opinion. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and it was nice to see this Batman. Like I'm so torn. I think it brought it brought out a side of it added to. Uh, Batfleck, right? Yeah, in a, great, yeah, in a yeah. really good way. Like, it, it, I, yeah, you know, there's a history there. Like, yeah, I loved seeing him. Like, he's been through a lot these last couple of films. Yeah, and but nothing has made him angry like that. Like yeah. to the point where he literally was like, "I'm, I will effing kill you." Like, yeah, yeah. and because we haven't heard many, we didn't really hear any swear words in the film. There was the odd much. like S, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah the, the odd one. Like, but when you when you get the whole way through the film and then you hear him say that, you're like, "Wow!" Like this is. You felt it. Yeah, yeah. It was amazing. Um, and sort of, there was one bit I really, really liked was when, mm. like, uh, Leto went, he sort of, like, almost froze for an instant, like he was scared. Yeah, yeah. And then he started laughing and went, I almost believed you. Like, yeah, yeah. I was like, that was good. It was yeah. just everything else he did that really annoyed me. <laughs> I, see, I was on the, the different end of it. Like, it was more... As soon as he started talking, because like Mero was on about like, you don't know what it's like to lose somebody you love, and again, this is a criticism of Justice League, where um, it shows where he doesn't didn't understand the characters. Um, Bruce takes the mick out of Diana in Justice League for like still longing for Steve for still missing him. Like that's not something Batman would do because he's a man who suffered terrible loss in his life, and like even in this when. When the Joker says, uh, oh no, he knows all about loss. He knows all, all about losing loved ones. And he's there saying, like, like a mother and a father. And talks about, like, killing Robin. Um, yeah. You feel the history there. And Batman and Joker's always felt like two sides of the same coin. Like, and that's how Leto felt here. I think seeing Leto in a full movie with Batman, I don't know if it'd work. But seeing him briefly... For like two or three minutes with Affleck, it worked really well. Automatically, I knew these guys have long-standing history. I would love to see more of it, like even if it's in a comic book or something. Like, because I don't know how Jared could hold a movie when he's the actual Joker. You know, like could he could he cope with two hours? I don't. Um, I don't even know if it's that. I don't know if the studio would want to work with them again. Yeah, and he seemed yeah. like he honestly he seemed really. Like I, I get that he was he's he's just yeah. I mean, sending dead rats or whatever is just like weird. Like, I don't get it. Yeah, and it's just he. It is what it is with that stuff. But like, I did believe his performance as Joker in this. Like you said, like 
where Batman's there saying he will kill him, and he takes the card, Joker's hand freezes, he looks, because he looks sad when he brings up Harley Quinn. And then, after he takes the card, he starts to shake a bit, he's like, oh, I almost believed you, like, oh, that's good, that is good Joker stuff for me. Um, I'm not going to sit here and say he's the best Joker, I'm not going to say he's even great as a Joker or anything, but he, this was a decent performance for the three minutes that he had. It was a cameo, it was a cameo. Yeah. yeah. Like, it was, yeah, uh, like, I kind of put it in like the same, in uh, the Doctor Who 50th anniversary, Tom Baker comes back, and he's probably on screen for about the same, he's the fourth Doctor, by the way, like back in yeah. the day, um, he comes back as, he's probably on screen for about the same time as this Joker, it's like, yeah, it was fine, but like, it doesn't. It's like nice to have, but it doesn't mm. doesn't really do anything in terms of yeah. It's it's there for the audience, and that's fine. Absolutely, like, yeah, yeah. Again, I totally respect like, and it's in, not like there for the audience in a way of like Ray on the Tatooine. This is like, oh no, completely no, different. No, it, like, it makes total sense story wise. Yeah, um, I would love to know. Like, I think you're right. I think like a comic run would really work. Like, so we know why they're in this situation, but it's um. Well, we're gonna get into that like next week because we've, we've said we're gonna do talk about his plans for the rest of it. Mm. Um, so we're gonna we're gonna we'll get there next week. With yeah. That stuff. So it's uh, but yeah, it's um, this was a good movie, man. Is there anything else that you want to talk about from the film, or are you are you done? The aspect ratio was fine. I didn't yeah, it didn't bother me. Like it was apparent for like the first ten minutes, and then I just it was just normal for me. Yeah, I watched a lot of this. Uh, on my on my iPad, like really close to my face, so I could almost like <laughs> like the iPad uh, like has a similar aspect ratio to what the film was. So I was like, and it's like realistically, the iPad screen is so good. I was like, it's probably one of the best screens I'll get on. And I was sitting there. Plus, I couldn't make B sit through this. Like <laughs> as much as I like enjoyed it, like B would not want to sit through this. Um, yeah, like. So, because it sort of was filling the screen of the iPad, it, it felt quite good, but I don't know why he did it. Like, maybe if I saw it in an IMAX, it would make sense. Well, we but... didn't lose any, like, anything, did we? No, we got more picture from it, but, like, it was... Yeah, that's fine. Is there anything about this movie, that you, anything else you really enjoyed from it that you we haven't covered that you want to chat about? Um, Probably. It was four hours long. Um <laughs> But off I the think, top of I my think... head, no. Like, like I say, it this a lot of a lot of this. Uh, like, I don't really know how we uh, how we've come across in this. Like, like I was so pleasantly surprised, you know. At the same yeah. time, I'm not like gushing about it. Like, if you gave me this or my, my Infinity hockey. War or Endgame, like I would watch that. Do you wanna... I'd watch I'd watch the the Avengers films every single time. Well, I wouldn't. I'd watch Infinity One Endgame over this. That's I what I meant. That's what I, I meant. I think this is better than the Avengers. Um, I genuinely think this is better than Avengers. Avengers is more nostalgic for me, and it's the first yeah. time we see that incredible moment. And it's always that feeling of we never thought that would happen, right? We never thought we'd get an Avengers movie. Seeing all of these heroes team up for this one event, um, and that'll always stand the test of time. But as an actual film. I much prefer Zack Snyder's Justice League over the, the Avengers. Yeah, yeah, but this is the thing, man. It's like I don't think they're comparable. Like one's a two-hour film, one's a four-hour like epic. Like you, I don't think they can be compared. 
I'm doing it. It's, uh, it's like, yeah, I know you are anyway. <laughs> like, that's kind of why I say, uh, like, Infinity War and Endgame, because together it's like a similar runtime. Right? Three hours. Endgame's three hours. Endgame's three hours, and Infinity War. Two and a half. What? Two and a half. So, so it's five and a half hours. Five, Roughly, isn't it? It's like. It's four hours long, isn't it? Yeah, but it's at a, like a. They're in like a ballpark. Yeah, you could even say Endgame in this in general, to be fair. Like, it's only an hour between them. Exactly, yeah. So it's. Uh, I don't know. Like, this is. This is strong. This is really strong. Um. I don't know if I would watch this above the original Avengers. Like, yeah, I don't know. I'm not ready to go that far. Um, but I can see why you'd feel that way. Again, like I, I've, obviously, I've seen this a couple of times and I'm going through it again. Um, and yeah, I, this movie so is so happy to be a comic book movie. Like it feels like a comic book movie through and through, um, and that's great. And I think. Honestly, man, I think Snyder nailed it. Like, there's obviously some he did. pure Snyderisms in this, and his little. Oh, he did nail it. One thing I will say is, he also had so much time to agonize over this and make it right. Yeah, he's never seen the Justice League as well, by the way. He's never seen it. No, I find that hard to believe in places. If I'm honest, I do believe him. Um, I wonder if someone to do with this had seen. Well, Christopher Nolan and his and his wife Deborah Snyder had seen Justice League. Because there That's... were things, there were things that are like have changed. But again, so I could just, minor. Just... They are so minor that it's like so, someone involved with either editing this or like someone had seen the Justice League and were making. Well, Snyder's wife saw the Justice League. Yeah, but they were they were they were putting input into this. Because there are things that have changed that just. Yeah, I mean, I do believe him. I got no reason not to believe him. Why would he lie about that? Um, but uh, yeah, there are things that, like, put it this way, like, I mean, obviously, if he'd put his film out first, like, it wouldn't have been this. This. I don't. I think, think it would have been basically this. Well, no, because he'd never have been able to release a four-hour film. No, I'm saying in the world that he did do a four-hour film, I don't think he would have changed really minor things just because of Justice League. You know what I mean? No, but this is what I mean: is if he'd, if Justice League had never come out, and he'd put the film out. Well, the thing they were considering like, doing with this was splitting into two parts. Yeah, but do you think that would have happened? It could have happened. Obviously, yeah. they didn't want to do it. Like, if that's why, like, when they finally got Snyder to leave the project, they brought in Joss Whedon to like cut it into a two-hour film and do like a hundred million dollars worth of reshoots to it. Like, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just like not. Um, I'm like not convinced that like, ha- like if everything had gone the way Zach wanted it to at the start, this is the film we'd have got. Like I think this is, and like fair play, this is a film like that. Had, like the original Justice League came out in 2017. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's 2021, so it's four hour, four four hours, four years difference. Like he'd yeah. had thinking about it, and if you sit and think about anything for a longer, you're gonna make a better film out of it, even if you are just doing better cuts, you know? Um, so yeah, like... I, I don't think... I don't really know what tr- point I'm trying to make here. No, no, no. Okay, um, you were going to say if there's anything else you really enjoyed about the film. Um, yeah, like, well, there's... There's there's uh, that amazing scene where you see Aquaman, Wonder Woman, The Flash... You see, you see all five of them basically, and Batman in his Batmobile. 
and it like slows right down for like not even a not even a second. Yeah, yeah. It was like it like slowed down just enough for you to get a look, and then it carried on, and it was yeah. like it was so satisfying. <laughs> something something really minor, like and it's not even a thing I really enjoy. It's just something I find like mildly funny. Is any time the heroes get to a place, Batman's always slightly late. Like yeah, he's, he's, yeah. <laughs> like, I did notice that. He's always slightly behind in time. Because he doesn't love, have a, he doesn't have, he, he he's have not. Powers. Yeah. No. I just imagine him like, you know when they bring uh, Superman back to life, running from where the Kryptonian ship is to like the memorial. Everybody's there really quick. I just picture Batman running through the streets in his outfit. Like, <laughs> 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 yeah, everybody's there, like, I thought this guy was a myth, and he's doing his jogging down the street. Yeah. Like the yeah. absolute unit the Ben Affleck is in this film, like he's hench, isn't he? Oh, he's buff as hell, man. He he's is so big. massive. He's a mountain. He's huge. <laughs> he's huge. Like he's as big as Superman. Yeah, and it's such a contrast when you see the Ben Affleck reshoots. He's so slim when Marshall Manhunter yeah. shows up. Yeah, and like yeah. he's such a he's such a beast throughout the rest of the film. Like, like even t- sometimes he turns around in the bad outfit. And you're like, oh. Christ, he's big. <laughs> like, yeah, I did like the, Mar- the Martian Manhunter bit, right? Because he shows up and he goes, "Oh, some come with the Martian Manhunter," and then you get a bit of like music play, mm. and that has such a that had such a danger for me. Like, part of me was like, "Terry's doing it again. He's doing it again," and like it goes back to Ben Affleck, and Ben Affleck's just like, "Okay, whatever," <laughs> yeah, just like walks cool. back, and I was like, "Yes, that's how you do it." Yeah, like he didn't go. Whoa! Like he was like, okay, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> like I just love the fact that it's got to a point now because he's obviously like, Batman is a bloke, isn't he? Like he's he's a very rich bloke, but he is just a, a guy from Earth, right? And yeah. like within like I don't know how long, like two or three years, he's gone from like not really seeing anything alien to Superman, <laughs> like destroying a city like and the fact that there's just this very strange looking bloke in front of him now just yeah. like he's, he's like, seen <laughs> he's seen premonitions of the future he's seen dark side death and wolf demons yeah. everything he sees like this he goes oh by the way i'm the martian manhunter and he's like okay all right yeah. I'm, go- yeah. <laughs> I'm going back to bed yeah 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 like this it's great like again i think speaks to ben affleck he nails bruce wayne and again um He's so good as Bruce Wayne. Like yeah. I, the, I, yeah, I. He still seems quite polarizing. Like I've spoken to people and they've sort of like, oh yeah, he's just so annoying. And I, I don't really get it. Like, to be honest, like I, I've said, I've said before, like Henry Cavill's Superman is like my Superman. Like I, I don't care about the, the Christopher Reeve films. Um, and like, but Ben Affleck, I think he's a great Batman. He is yeah. absolutely. I won't say he's my Batman yet, but he is great. Well, we're getting more. We're getting more of him, aren't we? Well, is yeah, we're supposed, Flash? To, yeah, we're supposed to see him and Keaton in The Flash. But That's Keaton exciting. has said the other day, it depends on COVID in the UK if he's going to be in it. So. Well, maybe. that's all looking good at the moment. So, yep. fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. <laughs> um, so, yeah. What is your rating for Zack Snyder's Justice League? Uh, I. Do you want me to go first? Yeah, you can go first. Mine's at eight out of ten. Yeah. I'm. I'm in between a seven point five and an eight. 
So 7.75. There we go. <laughs> yeah. The, yeah, I like I'm yeah, like the issues I have with it's really difficult to to rate this as just a film on its own. Because we had a really bad cut before. Yeah. And if this doesn't show what editing can do, I don't know what can, by the way. Um like if anyone thought the editor's job wasn't important, like watch this and watch the old Justice League and tell Nobody me. watched the old Justice League, please. Bin it. Throw <laughs> it away. Burn it. Like nobody needs to see that again. <laughs> it's, it's done. It's gone. It's outrageous. Done. 